Hello and welcome to the first episode of Hues of Love, where we talk about all things related to love, marriage, family, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Marcus Hughes, and I have with me my lovely wife and co-host, Kisa Hughes. Welcome, welcome. First thing we want to do is introduce ourselves, because without that, you will have no idea who we are or why we're even doing this. So again, my name is Kisa Hughes. I am 30-something years old. Actually, I'm pretty proud of it. I'm 33 years old. I am a stay-at-home mama of a bunch of little babies at home, and I've done that for the past six years. And one cool thing about me is I definitely own more leggings than I do any other article of clothing, which is crazy, but I love them. Yes, my name is um, Marcus Hughes, as you can guess. Um, I'm 36 years old. Um, I'm a state worker. I have worked for the state for, hmm, how long has it been? I don't know. Maybe almost six years, I think. Almost six years. About six years. And I don't know how fun it is for anybody else, but my fun fact is I am a gun enthusiast. (laughs) I don't have a whole lot, but I I just, I love going to the range. I like shooting and um, that's fun for me. Yeah, you definitely have more if you could. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I will. <laughs> one day, one day. So, yeah, guys, we are super excited to start this podcast and this journey with everyone. Um, we decided to do this podcast because, for one, we both love listening to podcasts. We gain a lot of knowledge, um, and it's just a really fun time to sit down and hear what other people are thinking. And so we decided, um, with the encouragement of other friends and family, that we would start our own podcast. Um, So yeah, what do you think? Well, I think for me, um, we had the privilege of being mentored um, throughout our journey um, prior to marriage and then throughout. Um, So we've had a lot of years of wisdom passed on to us. And so I felt like it would be a good idea to, you know, offer that to whoever is willing to listen and hope that that would be able to, you know, bless their lives and uh, create a strong marriage and family situation for them. So that was, that's my why. Yeah, absolutely. And along with that, that is exactly what we are hoping to accomplish with this podcast. We're hoping to give to others what was given to us, to pass on the knowledge and the wisdom that we were given um, to those who will be walking along the same journey um, through marriage, through parenthood, even friendships and everything in between. Love is more than just an I love you. It's it's way more, right? Yeah. Um, I think for, for well, I don't, I'm not going to continue on what you were saying. I think what I hope to accomplish out of it, though, is not just to give, but also to receive. Right. I think that one of the things that we have been blessed with is um, a, a good circle of friends, um, a good community that not only do we we share and give, but we're able to receive Absolutely. and they're able to, you know, um, help us through things. So um, I would like at some point, some way, somehow, for, you know, those who listen to give us feedback and maybe share some of the things that work for them. And we would in turn be able to, you know, give that back out. So um, 
I think for me, it's just about creating a community right. of, of um, like-minded, you know, uh, believers. Um, and those, you know, it's not just for believers, but that, that's our foundation. We, you know, we believe in Christ. Uh, we believe in God. So um, for those who um, want to journey with us to not just hear what we have to say and what we're, you know, what we have to share, but to to also kind of reach back and, and share with us some of the things because we're going to talk about not just all the good things. You know, we'll talk about some of the struggles and some of the hurts and pains and right. different things. I mean, we're looking to share our life and our faith. So that that would be one of the biggest things that I'm looking to accomplish. I'm not, you know, I mean, I'm sure that might morph and change organically over time, but for now, as you know, as we start out on this journey, that's that's where I am. And that's where we are. So with this first episode, one of the things that we wanted to talk about, we decided to start with our beginning and how we met and our journey towards marriage. So let's just get into it. If you ask me, Marcus and I were set up for sure by my grandparents and by his cousin. You think so? I think so. At our very first meeting at the church. I don't know if we were set up. I think we are. I think we were. But the reason why I think so is because, so you were there for a family reunion and one of Marcus's cousins was being ordained a minister and she happened to be a really good family friend of my grandparents. So we were there for her, what is that? What is that called? Ordination. Ordination. Yeah. So we were there for her ordination, and I, at the time, had a baby girl. She wasn't even one yet. And I had to drop her off um, at my mother's house before I got there. By the time I got there, they told me when I walked in, there was only one seat left, and it was directly across from you. That's that's accurate. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, but at the time, though, we were both seeing or talking to other people. We sat there and had a really good conversation, though, the entire time. I think we were both engaged. I don't know if we even talked to anybody else until you left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just sat there at the table talking to each other, and then that was that, though. You left, and there was nothing else. There was no more communication until a whole year later. Okay. It wasn't a whole year? Maybe not. Maybe it wasn't no, I mean, that might be accurate. Um, my recollection of, <laughs> of that same portion of the story, um... Are you going to try to say how I came outside? You had your turn. <laughs> um, I was there, I was at, we had a, a family church service with the ordination of my, um, cousin as a minister, and, um... So we went through the service. We were seated um, to eat lunch as a family, and that was pretty much the end of uh, the family reunion. So we were seated. It was me, my mom, and my son, who was two at the time. And, um, well, no, I think he might have been. He was one. He wasn't even two yet. His birthday was coming up like in a month, maybe two. But, um... So he, we, we, we sat there, and your grandparents sat at the head table, um, right across from us, and it was packed though, and that that's the reason why I don't 
I didn't necessarily think we were set up. There really wasn't any, there wasn't any more seats. Except now, what I'll say is, I don't think it was coincidence, but I don't think that it was necessarily orchestrated by family members. Oh, I um, and I could be wrong. I mean, that's neither <laughs> here nor there, but um, the conversation was good. I thought she was um, very beautiful. I thought that she was intelligent. We had good conversation, and so... Um, it was an enjoyable conversation with limits because, as she said, we were both in um, relationships at the time. Now, the relationships that we were in weren't the most desirable <laughs> relationships to be in. But for the sake of, you know... Um, loyalty and just you know being good people we didn't it didn't it did not you know continue after that but as she alluded to um yes after we left because we left first I remember her leaving and going outside and she was all in the back of the car looking to see <laughs> where you were going not that into it yeah right <laughs> but I ain't gonna lie I was in the I was in the rear view look, looking back too so <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a problem um so after that, time had gone on, and uh, I don't know what your timeline looked like, but I was out of that relationship. I was pretty probably quickly not, after. Yeah, I was about to say probably not long after. Yeah. And then um, time did go by, and I was in the process of starting a... Um, a Christian cafe for um, like poetry, rap, um, mime, any any way that you can, you know, give God worship, and for the most part, like non traditional ways. That was what it was for. It was um, um, called Truth Speak. So I was meeting with my pastor. We were discussing it, kind of ironing out the details, and we had gotten to the point where we were trying to reach out to the churches to see if we can get some support, if they had any people that might be interested in participating and, you know, just kind of let them know that this thing is out there for them to come and participate for, right. uh, with. And um, it just so happened that one of, well, one of the, the um, flyers went to her church and she was the, was um, the secretary. secretary at her church. Yep. So at that time... I don't think even when we were corresponding, I don't know that I knew that it was you. But, I don't think I realized it was you right away either. But we set up a time to meet, and right. I will let you pick up and see if, if our if story matches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I remember that we, yeah, we set up a time to meet so that we could just simply discuss True Speaks. I was super interested in it at the time. I was a single mom. Um, of a two-year-old, and I was just looking for something to do. I think I was 23 at the time. She wasn't She wasn't two at the time. Oh, she was still one. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, you're right. I was 23 at the time, and just looking for something new. I didn't want to go to clubs. I didn't want to do anything revolving around that. I just really wanted to hone into my faith, and when we got the flyer at our church, I was super excited about having something to do as a young adult. So yeah, I reached out and I wanted to do, 
I wanted to talk to you, I guess, about being involved. It gave me, yeah, anything that I could do to be involved. And so, yeah, we decided, I remember that we decided to meet up. We were just going to have a conversation mm-hmm. at um, a local restaurant. Yeah, we were going to go eat, right? And we were going to have a conversation at a local restaurant. But prior to that, I think we did, like, text a few times and stuff like that. Um, I remember, though, going to the restaurant. And I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. Like, this guy's really cool. And I remember meeting him before. <laughs> so that was really... that. I think that's kind of what sparked my interest then even more. Because I just remember the conversation we had before, like, months before. And how crazy it was that it was actually you that I was sitting down with. Um, yeah. What do you remember? And I also remember having going out to dinner, having gone out to dinner, I guess I should say, and then sitting in the car after dinner and we sat there for like hours just talking. I think we like, I think everybody had left the restaurant closed and everything. We were still sitting there just talking and then got home and got on the phone and talked some more. Yeah. Well, no, no, we didn't talk more. Not that night. Well, no, it didn't happen that way. (laughs) Um, No, that was accurate though. Um, We, we, I think we met, well, you remember differently, but I just remember that we were supposed to meet up and we met up at Applebee's and so right. differently, but it was, it, we met at Applebee's and we discussed and kind of ironed out, you know, uh, what it looked like, what it was for and all the details and, and she was interested. So she wanted to know how, the, how she could uh, participate Right. And we spent a good deal of time talking about that, but then once we were finished talking about that, we just kind of started talking um, about life. Right. Connected um on a personal level and just was discussing where we were because the last time that we talked, we were both in a relationship and then at that point we found out we were both single. So <laughs> what's so up? Let's just keep talking. What's going on? <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> And um, so, you know, we talked, like she said, we talked pretty much until the restaurant closed. And then we talked a little while longer in the car. And then, no, you know what? You might, you might be right. I remember it. separately. Yeah, I was about to say, I remember it picking you up, but that would have been the second time. When we went to the the bowling, I mean, to the pool house right because then hall. that time we sat and talked in the car for hours for hours but yeah so we talked for hours um in the parking lot and then we left and we probably we probably did talk on the phone um but after that day i want to say we spoke every day afterward yep it, that was that was pretty much it um for me i felt good about it, but I, I didn't want to rush into anything. I think at that point I was out of another relationship that did not last long that I also knew I shouldn't have been in, but I was praying and I was talking to God about, you know, really just allowing him to bring somebody, um, to me. And so, um, I just wanted to make sure that at every stage I was hearing correctly and I was doing things the right way. 
there are times when things happen to come into, you know, cross our paths. And just because of convenience or whatever, we think it's the right thing. Right. But it's not necessarily. So I wanted to make sure that I was um, going about it the right way. So we talked every day. We, you know, got to know one another. And um, we hung out a lot. So we we um, just enjoyed one another's company for the most part. Um just as friends and um and that lasted like like six months something like right, that right, yeah right, it was right. a long time that we just got to know one another yeah and she was getting antsy yeah well that's because what did you tell me um oh no i want to know what you was thinking i'll about, tell you what i'll tell <laughs> you what, why um i think after like month three or four i was like oh, okay so are we just going to continue to hang out and be friends? Like, what is this? And I, I think that was just because at the time I didn't necessarily know what your process was. Um, but also, too, I wasn't I wasn't really you said I was antsy. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't uh, yeah, you were. It was not all that. But I wasn't. Shoot. Listen, <laughs> anytime we tell the story. He made me wait six months? No. If you say no, no, no. he made me wait six months, then you were anticipating <laughs> something sooner. Well, yeah, I guess I wouldn't call myself antsy. antsy. But I would say that after a few months, I was like, okay, where are we going with this? Because I didn't want to waste my time. I didn't want to continue to um, go deeper or get to know you anymore without any outcome of it I knew that I wasn't looking for um what just a boyfriend or just a friend um that I if I was going to give myself to somebody I knew it had to be my husband so I wasn't I wasn't trying to play games I wasn't trying to mess around it I wanted to know what was oh, up process wasn't yes it was you just wanted to know when we were going to be boyfriend and girlfriend yeah, because we spent six yeah. months I'm not, just I'm not looking. faulting you for it. I'm just telling you, you've given more like... like. No, I, I, why did you try to say I wasn't deep? I was deep. I didn't say you were deep. <laughs> I'm saying your thought process for that wasn't as far as, you, as, you, as you're putting on. And, <laughs> and, but no, but you were, you were saying when we had that discussion, what was it that you asked about what we were? Yeah, because I wanted to know what were we? Were we just friends? Because we were talking. But what was my answer? Oh, that I'm not going to date you until God reveals to me that you're my wife. Which was, it was a lot for me to process. One, because I had never experienced anything like that before. Um, Up until that point, it was like, oh, yeah, I like you. I like you too. Let's be together. Um, so for, for you to tell me that you didn't want to, it was almost like you were telling me, I don't want to waste your time, nor do I want to waste my time. If this thing isn't going to be what it is that God has designed for me in my life or for you in your life. Right. Right. Yeah. So that was, I think for me, it was very much, I mean, I was definitely taken back, but I was very intrigued because I knew right then and there that you were not following your will, but you were following God's will. Right. Um, I think the thought process for me was 
well, I'll say in the past, I would go from one relationship to the other and it didn't, it didn't work out. Um, I mean, it wasn't like I was, I wasn't in long dis, uh, um, long relationships, but they weren't, um, they didn't have any real foundation. So it was just being in a relationship for the sake of being in a relationship, even though I think, you know, in my heart, I always wanted to be married, but I wasn't going about it the right way. Right. And the I think as I matured, I had a little bit more um, um, intention, intentionality about how I wanted to go about it, but I was still going um, into it with, well, I'll say the wrong person, basically. So, I mean, like, even... Right the, motives, the, wrong the, person. Right, right. Right. So, like, the the two um, relationships I was in um, prior to Kisa, there was a lot of thought that went into it. But, again, it was trying to build um, a foundation, you know, with the wrong with the wrong person. Right. And so I didn't want to do that. I wanted to make sure that I was not just building well, but I was building with someone who would partner with me for the long haul well forever <laughs> and so um that was that was my process and i think during that time well no I, I said that you know during that time i i had a standing invitation where i would meet with my my pastor once a week and so um you know that was one of the things i brought to the table and he just kind of helped add some of the the boundaries and some of the um, um, ways that I shaped the way that I, 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 you know, built the relationship, you know, from early on. Um, so that was um, pretty much what it was up until about six months when I got to a point where I was questioning and I was praying and I was kind of asking God, you know, um, where this was going and I didn't hear an answer like um like a like a like a verbal response but I just remember thinking about continuing and thinking about marriage and thinking about building a family and I had a peace about it and I remember thinking like you know, if if this ended, how would I feel? Right. And outside of just like chemistry and biology and all of the chemicals and, you know, things that make you feel good. But like I would have been. I would have I think that I felt that I would have had a, a, a like an, um, an a void um, because of how we were building. Like right. We were building and not being not not acting as boyfriend and girlfriend so it was it was that's a good one we were building and not being boyfriend and girlfriend right and so for me it was just kind of the answer was there and I, the reason why i said like i think that we were set up but it wasn't necessarily but i think from seeing each other and kind of meeting prior to you know really getting together um, it was almost like a foresight of what 
could be. Right. Yeah. And then, like I said, I didn't think it was happenstance. It just it 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 um so happened that your church was one of those, and I don't even remember how I came upon how I came upon your church, but. I think that your church again was one of the only ones or the only one that responded and 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 res- you know I met with anybody. Right. Um so it was kind of cool to see um what I would say was God's hand at work in coordinating the whole thing. Yeah, now, absolutely. I will let you pick up and you can you can backtrack and say your account or you can just move forward. No, I actually I agree with everything that you said. I think for me though is during that 6 months when we were waiting, it was it was really good for me to take a step back and to really get to know you for who you were. I think prior to that, I was very much in the mindset that love meant I love you and as long as I felt good, it was a good relationship. And even if I felt bad, stay in it because there's days where I'm going to be in a good relationship. But that showed me that, um, like you said, we were building something. We weren't just being something. So there was an end goal. There was a mindset of this is not just because or just, you know, to make us feel good. There was there was an end point. Um, I also think it was a really good time for me for self-reflection, too, on what I could bring to the table um, because we were working with a unique situation in that it wasn't just us. We each had a little one that would be walking alongside us. So we really had to take that into account and really think about what it was that we were doing, because if we were going to move forward with this, they were coming along with us. And so we both knew at the time that we had to build whatever, if we were going to build something, it had to be built right, built right because we had two little ones walking alongside us. Um, I would say, though, I was super excited on September 14th when you asked me to officially be your girlfriend. That was probably one of my favorite days and favorite moments of our life together um, was that day. Because I knew in that moment that that meant so much more than will you be my girlfriend. It was I'm about to get married. (laughs) My life is going to change forever. And like you said, I knew that I couldn't be without you. I didn't see a life without you. At that point, I knew that God had given me you to be my husband and we were going to walk this thing out. But That's a good way to put it to it. I could I I couldn't see myself without you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, share I, sh- I shared that feeling. Yeah, absolutely. So that day, so September 14th is definitely the day that launched us to where we are now so I think yeah for both of us I think that day when you asked it wasn't just can you be my girlfriend or will you be my girlfriend it was really saying I feel like or I know that this is yeah this is God's intention for my life and your life too so let's move forward in this um I think one thing um that I would say is that we definitely moved at the pace of God and not at our own pace except for Engagement, but that's not, but that's a whole different story. We'll talk about that that in our next episode. I guess (laughs) we'll talk about that one in our next episode. But, um, in the terms of wait, no, because we didn't, (laughs) we didn't even finish. But in terms of once we started dating, 
we immediately knew that we had something to do. We had a mission to accomplish and we couldn't do that on our own. So, I mean, very rare, I think. Um, I don't really know anybody else who's done this, but we decided to seek counseling. Um, from at the time, it was Marcus's pastor. My pastor was my grandfather. Um, but the coolest thing is, is we live in a smaller community where my grandfather actually knew your pastor, who's our current pastor now, since he was a little boy, and so felt very confident that he could walk along, or walk alongside us on our journey to walk marriage. Yeah, walk us through on our journey to marriage. So right after we came, became boyfriend and girlfriend, we started our journey towards getting engaged, which I think is unique because most people just, you know, they continue along this. Let's be boyfriend. Let's be girlfriend. I think I like you now. Let me give you a ring. And that was not our story at all. No, very early on, we started, well, we met with um, our pastor, senior elder, uh, Raleigh Wingfield, and um, we actually took a compatibility test and um, pretty much across the board, it was almost 100%. Like things were so evenly matched that he felt comfortable, you know, moving forward with um, counseling us, you know, toward toward marriage. So we started with um, meeting, I guess it was, what, once a month? Yeah, I think it was once a month. For... I think earlier on it was maybe biweekly, but then it was once a month. And then we well, just... it was once a month once we got engaged. Right. So you got to backtrack. It was biweekly when we were courting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, we we had a, we had homework. You know, we had a little workbook, and we discussed things. And, and this is me, all while we were dating. Right. We weren't even engaged yet. We were we were doing this with the intention of are we compatible enough or yeah to because once we we both knew that once. We, that ring went on a finger, that was that was it. There was no turning back. There was no, I think I made a mistake. There was no, um, I maybe I wasn't ready for this. So we didn't even want to take that step until we knew that we were ready for that. Yeah. But we wanted to build correctly from the very beginning, though, because that, again, that's a forever thing. A lot went into the preparation on the front end of things instead of, well, not instead of, but, um, you know, as opposed to, um, the back end when right. when you're all when things are already done and and trouble comes and so it wasn't we were acting proactively you right. know versus reactive so we went through I don't remember how long the um, the class was six ah maybe I don't know we started in like October right after we got together like in October we got engaged in June so however many months that is between the two. <laughs> I don't think that it lasts. I don't think that the class itself was that long. I think that we finished it and then we started discussing. Oh, uh, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, yeah. We started discussing next steps. Right. And um, so, you know, next steps was. Go find a ring. <laughs> ring, what that looks like, um, family dynamics, um, what that would look like for our kids. Yeah. And at that time, um, I think both of our our situations were were at least 
pretty good. Yours was probably, well, definitely better than mine. But, right. <laughs> um, but it was okay. But then we went to the point where um, we were ring shopping, found a ring. and We'll have to do a whole episode on the ring or maybe a couple minutes on the ring. I just was thinking about that the other day. About the whole yeah. ring. That's a funny, funny situation. I didn't even realize it until the other day when I went Define to take it funny. <laughs> Maybe we'll do it right now. Maybe we'll end this episode with the ring. And then next episode, we'll talk about what it was like to actually be engaged and move towards marriage. What do you think? Is that cool? That's fine. All right, cool. So the ring, this is so backwards, but the ring situation was... I thought, remember when we went, so our pastor gave us the go-ahead. Um, he felt like we were ready to get engaged, and he gave us the go-ahead to start looking at rings. So we went, and we went to a bunch of different jewelers, um, and I always dreamed of a princess-cut diamond. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. I just thought that that was the only thing that I would want, and I had my heart set on one. And I think we went to like three or four different stores, and I hated all of them. And I just remember thinking... I don't even know who I am anymore because the one ring and the style that I knew that I wanted, I didn't like. Mm-hmm. And I think that's at the point where I knew that you were definitely 100% as if God didn't already tell me going to be my person for forever because we went to the last jewelry store. And I remember feeling like defeated. Just this is just a whole lot. I'm never going to find what I like. This is just the absolute worst. And they brought out a bunch of different rings. I didn't like any one of them. But you found what ended up being my ring. Uh-huh. And I just remember trying it on. You were like, just try this one on. I'm like, no, that's not what I want. <laughs> that's not at all. That's never been on my radar. I don't even want to try it on. But because I can't find what I want, let me go ahead and try it on. And the moment I put that ring on, I was like, I am sold, sold, sold. You better do whatever you need to do because this is the ring that I want. But I remember being so excited about the ring. And then do you remember, I think, was it like a week later or two after you had already gotten the ring that I was like, we can go down a half a carat or no, something like that? No, you're skipping steps. First of okay. all, we picked out rings and I saw it and I saw the price and I was like, okay, all right. Um, Cool, 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 cool. But this is the first one that she liked, so whatever. Then I started thinking about how am I going to pay for it? (laughs) And so I kept looking and saw that there was the same ring, just with this smaller diamond. And so I was trying to bait and switch, and... um, you know, we went back and I showed her the smaller one and she was not impressed. I was not at all. <laughs> it was the same ring. But it was a whole half carat smaller. Good. I was yeah. not impressed at all. You're right. <laughs> and I remember. But I did call you. I mean, because we did. So we should say that once that first night, we did talk every single day. And I remember maybe about a week later, I started to feel bad. And I was like, maybe I should just... <laughs> Oh, no, that's how we ended. We end. It ended with you thinking that that was the ring that you were going to get. The, the, the half one, care. The, the, yeah, the smaller, smaller one. one. Yep. Do you, but do you remember we even went back for me to see it, the yeah. half care? And what I didn't know is you had already bought my ring. 
but because I said I wanted to go back and see the smaller one, you and the jeweler, I cannot remember what her name is, but she was the coolest. Binks, Binks yes. She was the coolest, and she played it off so well. Let me try on the smaller ring and was trying to hype me up in my decision to get the smaller ring, knowing that Marcus had already purchased my ring. So I'm so happy, though. I'm so happy you got my ring because it is one of those where I know there's some women who want to uh, upgrade or whatever, but I love my ring so much I don't ever want to not wear it or get anything else, really. So there's that. There's our story. There is our beginning, how we met, and really leading up to our engagement. So on the next episode, we will talk about what that looks like once and how you proposed, right? And what that looked like once we decided to say I do. Yeah. Well, thank you for tuning in and, you know, join us next episode. Absolutely. Bye, guys.